Hey guys, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, I can do it. Everybody just relax. Okay. Hey guys, welcome to another conversation, <laughs> corner conversation on Mark. We're on week four of Mark in chapter three. Nice job. Thank you. Did it seem confident? Would we say confident felt like one out of ten? You were confident. That was a pretty good two second heads up. Oh man, that was what you were saying it wrong. Are you more confident if you've prepared? Not at all. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. So a two. So a two. There you go. All right. Fifty percent better. Take it. 100% better. Almost a three. Almost three. <laughs> Almost. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Oh, it's Friday. It's Friday. Anybody go to the dentist today? What was that about? <laughs> <laughs> that was so Target. There's nothing wrong with going to the dentist. Actually, it's a very it's a good, good thing. thing. You, you want to know, know what they told me? Okay. Sorry. Maybe this is, I don't think it's weird. It's just teeth. Good teeth. So I have very small teeth. Like when I got my what? braces. Yeah. Shut <laughs> up! <laughs> okay, so I have very small teeth. Where did and you when I got... <laughs> We're all looking at your teeth. When now. I got my braces, no, I don't even have teeth, so you're not looking at teeth. Stop! <laughs> when I got my braces, they had to make custom sized bands because my teeth are so small. They, they didn't even like have them. Infant, infant uh, braces or anything? Wait, what? No, but the braces, like when I had them, they're so big on my tiny little teeth. I looked like (laughs) like some kind of rabbit animal. And so, because my teeth are so small, I have a lot of extra like space on my gums. And so they were like, "Oh, do you have wisdom teeth?" I was like, "No, like I just never had them." They're like, "Oh, your wisdom teeth have like come in." I was like, "I didn't have any clue." And then I had this great idea that we pull them out and put them in a different spot in my mouth. And I thought it was funny, and this they thought that I was serious. <laughs> <laughs> because my sister works at the dental office, and so I, like, know a lot of them there. And so I thought it was going to be, like, a funny joke. To be like, we could just take them out and, like, put them down here to, like, keep the space. Because my teeth are so small. And they're like, oh, so that, like, wouldn't work. Because, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I know. know. And then I felt like I couldn't <laughs> retract, because then it felt like I looked way too guilty that I thought that it would work. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so they, they, so, now they, so they still probably it. and then I left and she was like, you should like look into like getting like I talked to your sister. <laughs> that's not what I wanted, but that's fine. That's so, really funny. Yeah, so really funny. Next I, next time you go, next time you go, you have to be like, look at their teeth very closely. I guess they wear the mask, and know. then just go rip it down. Could could I have some of your teeth? <laughs> 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 your teeth are, oh my god, let me see. Or go, your teeth are giant. Gun tips. <laughs> There's teeth. There's horse teeth in there. I wouldn't say that. That's not, that's not, not nice. Oh, that's yeah, not they nice. just yeah. They harm you. Dude. But they kept going. You have such cute little teeth. And I was like, oh, okay, uh, stop. Anyways, I that was good. That's I don't so mind the dentist. Do you, do, <laughs> do, you, do you like the dentist? I don't mind it. Um, I don't mind it anymore because I know everyone there. But I didn't go to the dentist for like seven years because mm. I don't just like the metal on teeth yeah. oh, I, like I like it when you I like feel it? my head get pulled up off sure. of the oh. head rest of it I don't understand what you're saying that's oh. horrible Ugh. yeah so it's fine I don't do the fluoride because sensory no because the feeling of it on my teeth makes it's me horrible. like lose my mind I have flashing notes that like when you open my file 
it like flashes on the screen to say no fluoride because one time they did it and I like lost my mind. Is it this the sandy feeling or what is it? No, it's like the caramely feeling. It's what they do at the very end and they like leave it on your teeth. Yeah. And it just like feels like you are like coated in like gum or caramel and you just have to like let it do that for the day until it wears off. And I. That's only in your head. Oh. I can't do it. I, I hate, like double checked to like, when yeah, they I saw, I know. do x-rays and they put the big in your mouth. And I like I have oh, to yeah. breathe so like deeply no, no. to not throw up <laughs> and gag and oh yeah, I, I would so much. The best part's the end of that where you're like blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> That was on camera. I I I feel that gag reflex thing. I often oh. just I just feel like let it ride because I have to breathe. Like, would be a great okay. experience. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrible. That actually would look oh. weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, this was like uh, a good one today. That's fine. Yeah. Go to the entertainment. The super buffet right before I go to the dentist. Ew, what? I yeah. did have one time a couple years ago. I remember what the scenario was. I get. Things were, it was too tight, an appointment or whatever, and I didn't have time to brush my teeth before I went to the dentist. Mm, oh. And I don't think, it's not like I ate an Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> but I just like yeah. apologized repeatedly, like, I didn't have, I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, it's no big deal. I'm like, and I'm like, yeah, they, underneath that mask, they were going, <gasps> can you imagine just oh, a quarter oh. like, oh, I know. I don't want fresh food and something. I could not be tea. a I could not be a dentist. Right no, I don't think so. No, it's, uh, I mean, there is the smell of people's breath, but there's also like being up to your wrists in somebody's mouth. There's not uh, <laughs> life hack for dentists is they'll put toothpaste on the inside of their masks, so it smells better, so that they don't have to smell stinky breath. Well, that's uh, smart. Do you want to know something else I learned today? Yes, because I they that's tell me key. all this. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can tell that somebody has diabetes by the scent of their like breath. If it's like a sweetness, yeah. they have too much like C protein or something. Or no, that's for pre-pregnancy, something else. It's, well, it's be. like, it's but like, it's like a, yes, yeah. that's what it is. Or people in ketosis. I yeah. was like, they smell like maple syrup. What? Jackson with his medical stuff before he was diagnosed, so he was... always smelled like maple syrup and we had no idea why. So interesting. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I told one of my like- They call it keto breath. Patients. Yep. Yes. And so, what does your breath tell us? It's not even just your breath. It's like your whole body <laughs> can smell like maple syrup. It's so weird. But His it little also, head It's also like true syrup. if you have oh, a slight antifreeze. Boy, Jack. Yeah, also, yeah, you're cool. Yeah. And whatever. So, my car does have Unless a you're leak. eating pancakes, maple syrup is not a good smell. Yeah. <laughs> I have a coolant leak in my car. And so, yes, it smells like maple syrup. And I have flashbacks. Are you sure? It's not just Jack in the back door. <laughs> like, Mom, Mom I need a shake. If he smells like maple syrup, we're in bad shape for time. that poor buddy. Shake buddy. Not good. <sighs> shake buddy. That's a whole different thing. Oh. Oh, that's yeah. So I have a yeah. dentist appointment coming up in the beginning of February. Just kidding. February 6th. Nice try, February 6th. Do you like your dentist? Oh. I you need should a dentist. go to the dentist in Jordan. Oh, oh. I'm sure. There's some things Wait, that I would like. Would be fun. Things to do in different countries. A hospital. I have been to, I've taken people know. to a hospital in oh. other countries. I know people that, from when you live in Texas, lots of people drive to Mexico to do their dentist stuff or to get whatever their prescriptions sure. are. You can call it dentist stuff. <laughs> 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 uh, 
as long as you know what dentist does. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, but I, I would, I wouldn't mind. Who's going to be going to the hospital when we're in? Probably me. That'd be great. Oh, Heart attack. Who's going to break their leg? Don't mm. do it, Jenny. Ooh. No, Jenny. Jenny's pretty resilient. But she's very like. She just bounces off everything. She's every like day. adventurous. Oh, I hope it's not Bill. We're just gonna leave him there. I, I hope you guys do the stairs. <laughs> you guys should do the I stairs. I hope they're listening. They're not hey, gonna listen there. Just <laughs> um, the stairs? They have stairs? I'm kidding. I love walking. So. <laughs> it's gonna be great. They have stairs. <laughs> okay, good to know. Good to know. <laughs> there are stairs. I, uh, when I took a, a group of kids. It wasn't a missions trip, but anyway, we went to another part of Texas, and then the one of our free day things, we went to a skate park, and within 15 minutes of people being at the skate park, and I was already, like, I was just walking away to take some other people to people that didn't want to skate, and I get the phone call, like, Reese broke his arm, uh. and, uh, and so the bones weren't through the skin, okay. but you could definitely see bones. Ooh. Like it was like, uh, oh. stop! I look at you. Yeah, and so oh. they were trying to come up, and that was. Uh, I want to see compound fracture live one time in my life. No, I my my best break break witnessing it was not compound, but I was on the infield watching hurdles of a junior high track meet, and. Uh, they turned and they were going and I brought a friend who is from out of town to it. And I turned to him and I said, sorry, usually the hurdles at junior high track meets are a big show because people fall all the time. <laughs> and the race was already going and the hurdle that was directly in front of us, the kid jumped over oh. and landed and he fell down. No. And instantly you could, something was wrong because his leg was, <gasps> his foot was right here. <laughs> Oh, and you could see his knee knuckles strained oh, no, up against dog. the skin. And he turns, because of the adrenaline, turns to get up. And everybody's like, STAY DOWN! Don't move! Don't move. <laughs> and so I've, uh, I mean, oh that gosh. was one moment where I, like, I felt, that sounds awful. I felt Plug like a, a degree of nausea, because, which yeah. I usually don't, don't feel <laughs> My favorite of the, always the wrestling ones where they put their arm back and brace themselves. Wrong <laughs> way. Those are those make me feel squeamish in a good way. In a good way. And Anderson Silva and whoever the guy he was fighting. Why it was the UFC this? fight. He went to kick the guy, and the guy put his shin out. Oh and, yeah. And Anderson Silva was like wrapped around. He shattered his whole shin, oh. and then he went back to step on it, and, and went just down. fumbles under him. He like doesn't even know. Your knees kind of did that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> That's a good one. I uh. I sent. I sent Scott one video of a slap mm -hmm. fight yesterday, I and then it. my entire TikTok became slap fights for like ever. Was it the one with the guy's face that was just? No, but I saw that one. Oh. I almost sent you that one too. Oh. He ended up winning with that yeah, face. Yeah, I know. So I in, in an era where like the, the NFL is just being ripped to shreds, not this football is being ripped to shreds by brain injuries and all these things. There's in a parallel universe, there's a thing where oh, same large adults hit each other in the side of the head. I mean, a oh. it's a new it's a new league in the U.S. It's going to be on pay per view now. 
Slapping? What? Like slap something. Slapping? Dana but White, why? the guy who started UFC, right, is ready? starting it. <laughs> <laughs> I, would pay, I would pay money to watch that slap fight. Me slap him, he'd yeah. win because I'd slap him, and I feel like at first he'd be fine, but if we kept going so, back and forth, like so you, something would build up, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden, and no bones. I feel like if it was so then I would just snap. You might, I mean, just the adrenaline, not the snap, but like the adrenaline of all, maybe. you know, or maybe, maybe you lose I, maybe, it. Maybe, I, I feel maybe. like the only thing better than watching a slap fight is watching a slap fight with people that you know. Oh. Mm. oh. I, don't, I don't know about. I don't think I would let's, that. Let's, let's turn to Mark. Grow your beard. <laughs> let's turn to Mark. Did <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jesus and the disciples they they have, have a slap fight? Maybe. Play like Mercy or play like Bloody Knuckles? Yeah. Quarters. Oh. I didn't play it. I didn't like it. I don't like quarters. It. And then you put your knuckles like this, and then the division flicks it at your flicks the quarter. Well, you're you're sliding the thing first. It goes off the table. What's that game? You is that bloody knuckles where you put your hands on and you like that? Yeah, Yeah. like my dad always played that with me. Oh, that is. And like he didn't realize his strength sometimes. Yeah. So sometimes oh, you <laughs> whack your hand, you're little, you're like, oh, that's like my hand. I didn't want those anyways. <laughs> yeah, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna let you know. Yeah. No, he knew. Oh, and it was he... just it was funny. <laughs> that's mean. <laughs> Hurting your uh, children. That's how I get character. And future counseling debt. Mm-hmm. But other than that. That's funny. So Mark. Well, we made it to Mark. So before the just the very quick overview. So John the Baptist was baptizing. People were coming and repenting and uh, being baptized, but repenting or confessing their sins. And uh, the picture is is that repentance is beautiful. It's an important part, but more repent. There's got to be something more than just repentance. Jesus comes. He's baptized. God says, "This is my Son, in whom I'm well pleased." Immediately, the second week we looked at how he stood out as being, like, speaking with authority, authority over evil spirits, authority over sickness, and was just deeply connected with people. And then uh, last week we saw from that, it goes immediately to a bombarding of questions of his actions by the religious authorities. And, uh, and so learning so much, not just by the questions, but how Jesus responds to these questions. And now this week... All of a sudden, family bursts onto the scene. And so it's it's fun is that within these first, we're in chapter three, but in these first three chapters, there's a lot of really, talk about intense emotion things. There mm-hmm. are, uh, there's a, a life momentous moment. There's like an intimate moment with God. There's uh, people uh, revering, which is pretty emotional, pretty intense. There's uh, people of authority questioning or doubting or mm-hmm. <laughs> ripping into you. <laughs> And then we continue on here, and you turn the page, and all of a sudden, family comes in and goes, he's crazy. <laughs> we, need, we need to stop him. That's so, mm-hmm. uh, a lot, lot of things happening in these first first three chapters. Well, that was fun. See you, you later. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are killing it. You pointed the 12. Do, mm. So just thinking about uh, healthy family. Um, just look at us. <laughs> yeah. What? People could be. Uh, okay, I, Rachel has a very healthy family structure. Like, families are different now. When you get older, your family structure changes. You have mm-hmm. a whole new, like, family unit that has developed. Mm-hmm. 
you know, so perspective on family definitely changes. Mm -hmm. Do I, I think one of the <laughs> questions that we're going to ask is like the, uh, the feelings and the impact of somebody outside of blood relative that like invites you in to be family. Have you guys oh, ever yeah. had any any of those moments? Oh, Gary and Noel. Oh, <laughs> oh they're yes. so. Everybody wants oh, that with them, and you're yeah. the only one that has it. Yes, oh, they're hair. so busy. You just gotta go sit at their house and have dinner and chit chat about who knows what and jump <laughs> things on a trampoline <laughs> in their kitchen that you jump on for a minute. What? Yeah, we have a little trampoline. When we get there, we all take our turn jumping on the trampoline for a second. It's one of those little exercise ones. It's great. If Kim doesn't come back from where you guys are going. There's a vacancy. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yeah, get in. Get in. Get into it. Oh, man. I think the design of this story is always interesting because when you read it without thinking about the story, because there's a story within the story, and when you read it and you just are like, his family heard about this and they went to take charge of him and they said he's out of his mind, and then the teachers of the law say he's possessed by Satan, and then all of this stuff happens, and then it goes back to the family like, if you don't connect the, like, the earlier verses where he, like, the family is, like, saying he's out of his mind in verse 22, 21, and then go to 31, and his mother and brothers arrived standing outside. They sent someone in to call him. A crowd was sitting around him, and they told him, your mother and brothers are outside looking for you. And then Jesus says, who are my mothers and who are my mother and my brothers? And it seems very, like, if you don't connect it to the first part, it's like, why is he so mad at his mom and brothers? Like, what's yeah. happening here? And I feel like a lot of times I've read it like that, like, yeah. just totally missed this earlier piece where they are trying to intervene mm. and stop what's happening. And, like, you're just like, why is Jesus mad? There's so many, uh, there are there are wow. a, lot of, a lot of things that are happening in the text, but a big, like, the... The pinnacle moment initially is the naming of the disciples, and this uh, um, there's a declaration that these people mm -hmm. are set apart. Yeah, and uh, um, in that set apartness, there's a degree of connection, relationship, care for each other, all these things. And then, in a culture where extended family, family were not just like who you hang out with at on yeah. holidays; it was your support system, your connection, mm -hmm. all these different things. It shows some tension, obviously talk about the tension in that but the the thing that would have caused people just like to stumble backwards as they're processing this is that at the very end when jesus goes these are my family mm -hmm. you know he's pointing towards this group of disciples which are fishermen and tax collectors mm -hmm. and and you know like roman protesters and and definitely not mm -hmm. uh family material I don't, well and like when you when we were talking about like family the importance of family like one piece of that was economics mm -hmm. like the economy and like them building a business or whatever i don't know yeah. fully how that works but these aren't people that are going to help necessarily jesus get ahead you know no. in the economic world of things like they are i don't know they're the people that sorry my computer is bouncing yeah remember there's a camera I know. I forget. I was trying. One week you were like, why are you looking so high to the camera? Now I'm like, always like, don't look at the camera. I know. You remember these things. But then, just like family. Just like family. <laughs> Stop touching your computer. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Go to your room. Okay. Never mind. Well, um, the, the thing, again, just I don't think that can be overstated. And as we think about Mark being a 
uh, a process of understanding or knowing who Jesus is mm -hmm. and having a relationship with him. If we continually just focus on that, uh, you know, he is, he is the son of God. It's so important to reference mm -hmm. him. He is overall, he is a person of authority. Mm -hmm. It's amazing. He, he is, stands in contrast to the religious authority. It's an incredible. But as that starts to build, it's very easy, I think, in most people's minds to have, see those things as building as barriers between, mm -hmm. you know, God's mm -hmm. greatness, Jesus's greatness just means that he's getting farther and farther away from me. And then right here, early on in this whole context of, of Mark, Mark uh, shows that Jesus looks at his disciples and goes, listen, all this infamy that's growing, all this reality that's starting mm -hmm. to be seen is not a separation. It's actually that we're now, I'm saying that we're yeah. family. Yeah. And, and they leave their families they, they, and, to go follow him. Mm -hmm. Later, I don't think it's actually Mark, but in, later in the Gospels when uh, Jesus is talking about, you know, it's, it's easier for a rich man, uh, for a camel to go through an eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And then in the midst of that dialogue, the disciples look at Jesus and go, we left everything to follow you. Is this, is this meaning that we can't be a part of your kingdom? And Jesus' response to this, which is really what's happening here, mm -hmm. it says that all things are possible through God. And that's not a declaration of you can lift 6,000 pounds. It's that yeah. relationship with God is possible through Christ, that the impossible is possible. And that's what he's saying is he's, the family's outside, and that's that's a side narrative. The, the primary narrative is Jesus going, you are my family. I think it's like really important to note on, I don't know that we experience this a whole lot in our culture because I think that, I don't know, families are very different, yep. but just even, we talked about a little bit last week of like the disciples like leaving their families, like they didn't, their families didn't necessarily have a lot to offer them in terms also of like moving forward in life. But even just like the hurt and separation that really does come from that, like that was still a really real thing that mm. that's hard to wrap my head around a lot of the times when I read like scripture and text is like, that was, those are still real people, mm -hmm. even though it's, it feels so far away. Like mm -hmm. people that were like, yeah, I'm leaving. And there's like, I experienced a little bit of it, not in, anywhere in this extent, but of like, you're choosing the church over me. Like yeah. you're choosing that over us who have been here for you and whether or not that was good or bad, like for their like support for you. Um, mm -hmm. That's something you have to like wrestle with and be like, man, is it worth it? Because now my family might not have a good view of Jesus who is actually like so good. And now like, this is not only like maybe hurting my relationship with them, but their relationship with him Yeah. and kind of figuring out like, yeah, is it worth it? What does that look like? How does reconciliation work here? Do I have to pick one? And mm -hmm. sometimes you do. And other times it's just like a, we were talking about yesterday. There's yeah. just some disconnect that happens and it's not necessarily like, full disconnect, but they're just like a, that's just not something we can talk about. Right. And wondering then later on of like, Oh, so now you come back now that yeah. Jesus has, is gone. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. now you're coming back. And yeah. for what, like after you just left right. us in the dust. Mm -hmm. And I think it's, it feels again, different to read it in this text. It's like, but it was Jesus. Yeah. This wasn't like, <laughs> again, yeah. well, we were talking about that. So like the last verse in this section says, it says, who are my mother and brothers? Then he looked at those seated in the circle, which were the disciples, and he said, here are my mother and brothers. And it, the last verse in this section says, whoever does God's will is my brother and sister and mother. And we were talking about that, like when with family, when there's a divide, 
when yeah. there's doing God's will. Sometimes there are, like, sometimes your family does come and say, hey, like, yeah. <laughs> this might not be the healthiest thing you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. And, like, the people that are familiar familiar with you want to kind yeah. of pull you in. There's a, like, there's a book about it. Like, there's a couple books, like, Dreamcatcher talks about it or something. They're kind of cheesy, but they talk about, um, like, Going after you looking hey, at what? No, okay, <laughs> no. It's a sequel. Dream, Dreamcatcher. I think it's Dreamcat. Maybe it's that. Dream something. Whatever. But it's basically about these people that are in like their characters are like named normal or mm. whatever, and it's mm. like the people in your life that are kind of used to who you are, right? Want to yeah. always pull you in to be who you, who they think yeah. you are, instead of becoming who God has called you to be or doing the will of God or whatever that looks like. Like, I feel like that's pretty normal. And this part of, again, as the gospels continue on, as we start to work to this whole, again, processing what it is to have a relationship with Jesus. You know, there's one side of it is that as Jesus is on the cross, he's asking his disciples to care for his mom. Mm -hmm. There's that's, that's a portion of the story, but there's also two before we get to the cross, the disciples are, uh, to some degree, not great mm-hmm. family. They're mm-hmm. they're trying to uh, use Jesus' position to elevate their position. Yeah. They're you know they're trying to um, not really looking for Jesus' purpose. They're looking mm-hmm. for the purpose of, of themselves. And so, yeah. the family is complicated, always. Mm-hmm. But the thing that we need to, um, as we continue on in this process, it, it's again, to just rebuild this foundation is that this narrative of who Jesus is is pulling us close to like, like the deepest level of relationship. It's not a declaration of Jesus is a celebrity that is untouchable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. I think it's a good spot to leave it. Thanks. I just want to end with Dreamcatcher by Stephen King is not the book I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what it is, but that's not it. All right. There you go. <laughs>